1: singer songwriter rebecca todd graduated from east carolina university in 2012 with a fine arts degree she's now making art and music full-time she's my guest next on americana music profiles thanks for tuning in to americana music profiles it's season three brought to you by americana rhythm music magazine in print com online. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's join in on another great conversation with one of the Americana Music industry's super talented artists. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon.
0: Hi, thanks for having me. Glad you're, to be here. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. Good to talk to you. So you are yeah. um, you're in North Carolina, grew up in Benson. Are you still there?
0: I am actually on the coast now in a little beach town called Wilmington, North Carolina.
1: Oh, lucky you.
0: <laughs> I know, I love it so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, um, give me a little bit of your background, how how you got started in music, some influences. Uh, what- sure.
0: Um, yeah, let's see. I started off, you know, as most kids do, my parents were... Um, big music enthusiast. They were playing a lot of music around the house as I was growing up and I was listening to a lot of whatever my dad liked, which was a lot of classic rock. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm uh, very hit to all the, the classics. And then I started going, my parents were not particularly religious, but um, I grew up in a small town, and the thing to do in a small town is go to church, Mm -hmm. because there's just a lot of them everywhere. (laughs) So I grew up, I had some friends invite me to a Pentecostal holiness church, which is very soulful, Uh Um, and I grew up going there and immediately enjoyed how how expressive they were with their vocals, and it really turned me on to singing, and I started singing in church at a very young age, oh, um,
1: cool.
0: in the children's choir and choir, and even doing little solos solos when I was like eight or nine, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with the shaky knees on stage, really nervous. <laughs> um, so yeah, they kind of started it for me, and now I think you can hear a little bit of all of that in my stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Very rock and blue. and Yeah. So, I, I think I read where, um, uh, was it your dad that got you a guitar? Got you started playing yeah. music? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. he got me, I think I was 11 when he first bought me the guitar, and then I didn't really start caring about guitar until I was in high school. Um, so, yeah, somewhere between 11 and 16, I kind of dabbled here and there yeah. until I got serious about it. Uh,
1: taking lessons or just kind of learning on your own?
0: Just learning on my own. Um, you know, my dad played a little bit, and he showed me the basic chord structures, and I just learned on my own. I never never took any lessons, um, which, you know, maybe I, I would have liked to now. I would have made the yeah. a lot faster, <laughs> but it was still fun.
1: When did the songwriting thing catch on for you?
0: You know, it's funny. I was actually writing little songs and melodies at a really young age. We have some um, video footage that my dad took of me when I was really young, like six or seven, just sitting at the table pretending to write a song. I wasn't really pretending. I was actually writing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, so, you know, and then eventually he kind of told me, if you're going to do this, you need to learn how to play an instrument, otherwise you're always going to have to ask somebody else to play for you, you." and he was totally right. Yeah. So... Thanks, Dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so high school kinda dabbled in it, sang in church and then went to college, right?
0: Yeah, I went to East Carolina University. Um I actually started out in music school and flunked out of all my classes oh, because no. <laughs> I never learned how to read music. <laughs> So um, quickly was like, all right, I can play music, but I cannot pass these theory classes, so let me study a different form of art. And I went into fine art with painting and drawing as my um, focus, and then graduated with a fine art degree. Uh,
1: and with the intention of using that, or when, uh, because if I'm reading the information correct, you jumped right into a music career pretty quick, right?
0: yeah yeah it's funny you know when you when you get an art degree you face graduation day and everyone says well okay now what are you going to do
1: yeah and I agree.
0: <laughs> thankfully yeah like most of my friends were like well i'm going to go work in a coffee shop yep. until i can get a job at a gallery or something and for me i found out that i could make a little bit of extra side money um playing at coffee shops and bars in the area so i said well you know, forget getting a uh, coffee shop job, I'm just going to play in these bars every night and make some money, so I jumped right into music, um, and I'm actually, I'm standing in my art studio as we speak, I'm still very oh, cool. um, involved in yeah. fine art, but
1: okay.
0: yeah, the music kind of was my job as soon as I graduated. Yeah,
1: so. so, you know, a lot of people do that, you know, they, they busk, yeah. or they play in coffee shops, and it doesn't always click for everybody. So how how did sure. you jump from graduating with a fine arts degree to thinking, okay, cool, I'm going to go to work for myself as a musician to make a living? You know, there's, there's something, yeah. you, you've got to have something there to make all of that work.
0: <laughs> it's very true. Um, my dad growing up was sort of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I got to see... Um, you know, the, the work that is involved and how you really have to get out there and go after it on your own. Yeah. He was a good example of like, no one's going to do it for you. You just have to be bold and walk right into the bar and say, Hey, I'm a musician. Can I play?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The
0: worst, the worst that can happen is that they say no.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, um, I just started doing that. I started asking anyone that would let me, uh, if I could show up and play for tips or whatever they would pay. Um, I traveled. I booked my own tours up and down the East Coast, and slept in my cars. You know, <laughs> yeah. along the way, yeah. slept in the Walmart parking lot. The things that musicians tend to do when yeah. they're when they're starting out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was there a, um, a a moment along the way there where you either either a thought uh, this? this might not be a really good idea or it was like this is actually going to work you know maybe Uh, both
0: (laughs) definitely both yeah (laughs) absolutely both um you know every every musician has had a night where they play for no one yeah have been going very well lately and we've been playing for uh full rooms everywhere we go which is just like wonderful to see yeah but i can remember driving out from from north carolina driving out to nashville tennessee and being so excited because i was going to the big music city and <laughs> you know i just i just knew that someone was going to discover me
1: uh-huh. and yeah. it's
0: going to be great and i got all the way out there and played in um i can't remember the name of the place but i played for my boyfriend who was on the trip with me and the sound guy, and we had driven, like, eight hours
1: to get there. Oh, my. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was definitely a low point of, like, okay, this is not, you know, everybody always tells you when you have a good voice, oh, why don't you go out to Nashville? I'm sure you would do so well out yeah, there. Yeah, right. Um, but that's actually the hardest city to get any attention. It sure does, so yeah. I got a good dose of that.
1: Yeah, if you're going where everybody else is going, then you're going to be fighting for the same small piece of pie. <laughs> right.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I wish I wish everyone understood that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you obviously you figured that out, and sometimes it doesn't matter what people tell you. You've got to go find that out for yourself.
0: That's right.
1: That's right. If nothing else, at least there's a song there, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll write it as soon as we hang up. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea.
1: Good idea. <laughs> so it sounds like you started out as a solo. At some point you became uh, Rebecca Todd and the Odyssey. What? Where, tell me about that. Yeah,
0: okay, so I went to school um, at East Carolina University, and as soon as I graduated, um, I started playing with a couple guys in town, and after only a few rehearsals, we decided, okay, we need to be able to promote that I'm playing, but we need to be able to differentiate between my solo gigs and my band gigs. Yeah, okay. So we added, you know, we tacked on in the Odyssey just to let everybody know that this is a full band show, mm-hmm. and it kind of stuck. Um, the band started off really like, it was sort of uh, Americana soul with even some jazz influences because we had a lot of, we had a couple horn players oh, and cool. some guys that had studied jazz, um, and now it's moved into uh, edgier rock and blues sound um, and we're just having a lot of fun uh with our performances these days. I'm I'm really enjoying the band shows.
1: Is that more what you do now than the solo show?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's where my heart's at right now. I'll always love the really intimate acoustic shows and I still do them often mm-hmm. but I'm definitely invested in the band as of right now.
1: And I I read where you had a really nice experience at Floyd Fest, which is which is in yeah. Floyd, Virginia. Um, what got you to that stage?
0: Oh my goodness, that is a crazy story. I'll try to tell it quickly. Um, <laughs> we I emailed the On the Rise series, which is a competition they have, yep. and asked if we could compete to be a part of Floyd Fest, and they said, "No, I'm sorry, you waited too late." And all the slots are full. Oh. So I just said, oh, shoot, you know, I guess I'll have to wait until next year. And then I got an email about two weeks before the competition saying, hey, we had a band drop out. If you can get your guys together and be here in two weeks, you can play.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. So,
0: yeah, so I asked all my band members, and like two of them couldn't make it, so I had to get replacements and oh, we had no. to schedule rehearsals really quickly. <laughs> and,
1: yeah.
0: you know, we were just scrambling. Um, and then we drove all the way out to Floyd, and I had to drive, like, 12 hours that day. Wow. Got to Floyd, did the competition, won the competition, and they told us, okay, cool, you won, you're going to go to Floyd Fest this summer where you can compete for the, you know, the the winning slot at Floyd Fest. Um, And, you know, we were so excited, and then I drove all the bands home, and they all live in different cities, so I think I drove, like, 20 hours Mm. in 30 hours or something crazy. Wow! And to make it even crazier, just before I got home to my actual house where I was sleeping, I felt something strange. And when I pulled over, the trailer had come unlocked and all of my gear had fallen out. All of my t-shirts and my cables. The only thing that hadn't fallen out yet was my guitar.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And it was just, the worst feeling ever to look into a trailer and see the door open and it's empty.
1: Oh, um, wow. wow.
0: Yeah, and I was deliriously tired from all the driving, and I called my mom. She was like, Rebecca, you're too tired. You need to go home now. I, mom, will drive up and down the highway and find your stuff. Wow. And she did. She found every cable, every T-shirt. Really? She found all of it. Over how
1: how far of a space was it spread out?
0: I think it was about 20 miles. Like, one thing would fall out, and then, you know, it would keep driving, something would fall out. And I had no idea. I couldn't feel it, nothing.
1: Yeah, that's Um, crazy.
0: (laughs) I know. And then... And then to to find it all. Yeah. Yeah, to find it all. So then... um, The the happy ending is that, you know, number one, we found all the gear that had fallen out, and then we went to Floyd Fest, and we're lucky enough to win the winning slot, and we're going to be going back this summer and playing on the main stage.
1: That's really awesome. That's cool. And that's in July, (laughs) right? Yep. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. That's so cool. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you know, I I guess it's it's those kinds of stories that... um, give you plenty of ammunition again to write songs about. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness,
0: yeah. definitely.
1: Yeah. It, uh, people people who don't do that don't comprehend what it takes. They they the audience sees you guys on stage and they appreciate the music right. and then they go on to the next act and they go home and they go back to their life and they have no clue what yeah. it took for the artists you guys to get to, to the to the event and and everything that goes on behind the stage of all of that.
0: It's so true. There's just endless and endless amounts of work. But, you know, we do it because, number one, we're crazy. All musicians are crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, number two, it's, it's what makes us happy. You sure, know? So yeah. So we can yeah. continue to
1: pursue it. So currently, what what music, uh, what, what CD, uh, do you have two or three out? What are you promoting now?
0: Sure. We have one EP that I released in 2011. It was my first thing i had ever done and then we have two full-length albums we just released one on february 17th it's called crooked line
1: oh, cool. and you can
0: find it on mm-hmm. all the things itunes spotify blah, blah, blah.
1: and that so like just this several days ago as we were recording this podcast
0: yes i guess it was just a week ago that we released it yeah yeah
1: that's cool where do you find your audience what, what who is your audience What type of folks do you find responding to your music?
0: Yeah, um, well, I grew up doing the solo folk thing um, with a soulful tinge to my voice. So people that like folk and Americana and soul um, tend to like it. And now it has a nice blues to it. Um, We have an electric guitar player that's really amazing. So. If you like blues and soul and that Rootsy vibe, you know, that's kind of what we are. Um, Yeah, and we tend to kind of... I've been noticing that we have an audience of all age ranges, Mm -hmm. which uh, is great. Yeah. We have, you know, young teenagers that are coming out to the shows as well as people into their 60s and 70s because we kind of have that classic rock vibe going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, so you're on the front end of, of this musical career. Where do you, have you thought out into the future? Where do you see this going? Do you have some tangible ideas and goals that you're headed towards?
0: Yeah, um, people ask me that a lot, and they say, like, "What what is what do you see your end goal here being? And yeah. really my only response is that, I don't ever want to stop playing music, so as far as it takes me is great. I'm I'm doing it because I love music, so, you know, if I could play for a huge crowd and make tons of money, that'd be great, but I'm happy playing for 30 people that are really into it, you know, it's fulfilling for me, Um, so if we happen to do well, that's, That's wonderful, and this year we've already got most of our year booked up, and we're playing a lot of festivals on the East Coast, and,
2: you know, I'm already
0: writing for my next album, because probably in 15 months I'll be back in the studio doing it again, or maybe even (laughs) sooner, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So this is year-round for you? You guys are out pretty much all year?
0: Oh, yeah. We're, pretty much at this point, all of us in the band are full-time musicians, so... We're just doing it. You know, this is what we do.
1: Okay. And and I, I'm assuming yeah. that at some point, you mentioned earlier, uh, the art. is. Do you, do you envision the art supporting the music, the music supporting the art? Is there uh, any sort of cross um, work yeah. going on there?
0: Yeah. So before we put out the album, we did a Kickstarter, and we had this huge goal of $30,000. Um, which we got, we had a lot of support, um, and we ended up making the goal. Part of the rewards for that Kickstarter were original paintings that I had done. Oh,
1: yeah. Cool. So, okay. um,
0: Thank you. Yeah, we had about 30 people, um, support that art reward. So it was a good way for me to continue painting while, you know, supporting the music. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I've had quite a few people reach out since then asking for some original art since they didn't get a chance to get it with the Kickstarter. So it's it's definitely starting to be a thing where one supports the other. Yeah, I'm very thankful
1: for it. That's really cool. So how can people find you? How can they find your art? How can they find your music, get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, um, they can go on Facebook. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, and we have a website, RebeccaTodd.com, and on the website you can find a link for all of the shows that are coming up, you can check out some videos, um, and I'm about to, because of, you know, everything I just said, I'm going to be adding a tab really soon where you can go and check out my art, which is a new thing, you know, it hasn't been something people have really wanted to see, yeah. but now people are starting to ask, so... <laughs>
1: And the new album is Crooked Lines. I'm guessing you've got some uh, YouTube clips they can they can also find you on.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, we're on YouTube. We just released a single and a music video for um, our single off of Crooked Lines, and that single is called Hustle. Okay. So you can go on the website. There's a direct link to the single. Um, you can watch the music video on YouTube. So lots of stuff in the works.
1: Very cool. Well, thanks, Rebecca. This has been great. Great talking to you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for giving me a call. I really appreciate it, and thanks for including me.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Inside Track. We sure do appreciate you sticking around. Join us again real soon when we get together with another great artist and talking about their music. Have a great
2: day.